Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowan. Titans fans, it is a Franchise Tag Tuesday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. On today's show, today is the Franchise Tag deadline where the Tennessee Titans have to make a decision on whether or not to tag Harold Landry. So we'll have the conversation about that, and then we'll turn that into another installment in the 2022 Locked on Titans free agency preview. What should the Titans do at the edge position? We'll go through two paths. What if they lose Harold Landry, and what if they keep Harold Landry? How does that affect the free agent activity at the edge position for the Titans? So all of that on a Franchise Tag Tuesday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, it is a Franchise Tag Tuesday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. As I mentioned, it is Franchise Tag Deadline Day. The Titans have until 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to either place the franchise tag on Harold Landry or to officially allow him to walk into the unrestricted free agent market. So we'll talk about that decision. We got some official price tags on that franchise tag amount as well from the NFL. So we'll dive into all of that. Also, we'll use that as a jumping off point to get into our free agency preview of the edge rusher position. What should the Titans do if they lose Landry? What should the Titans do if they keep Landry? I'll cover all of that. Before we get into it, want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day make sure that you stay locked into the locked on titans podcast monday through friday not only during the regular season but all year long you're going to find the locked on titans podcast on whatever platform you do stream it's always free and available everywhere including the locked on titans youtube channel subscribe over there smash that notification bell and throw a thumbs up on the video if you're watching on youtube right now follow me on social media at tic tac titans on twitter and at locked Locked on Titans pod on Facebook, ready to dive into this conversation. So 4 p.m., you're listening to this probably in the morning for the YouTube crowd. You're listening to this or watching this on Monday night. The news could break at any moment that the Titans decided to franchise tag Harold Landry on Monday. We got a few franchise tag uh, designations already. The Chiefs put a franchise tag on offensive tackle Orlando Brown. The Bengals put a franchise tag on on Jesse Bates, the safety, and David Njoku, who was a tight end target for the Titans, was tagged by the Browns. Now, also, on that note, tight ends like Mike Gusecki, um, tight ends like Dalton Schultz from the Cowboys, those guys are also expected to be franchise tagged on Tuesday or late on Monday night, so we should see that impact what the Titans can do in free agency. But the conversation comes down to, Harold Landry and the NFL officially put out the numbers. If the Titans do tag Harold Landry, it would be $18.7 million. Now, there are some complications here because the Titans want to go into free agency with as much maneuverability as possible. And if the Titans were to get a long-term deal done with Harold Landry, they would be able to do it in a way that his cap hit for this season would be much lower than $18 million. I mean, Bud Dupree got a big deal last year and his cap hit 
in the 2021 season was only about $5 million. So the Titans would be smart to get a long-term deal done before the deadline to try to capitalize on their cap space. If they franchise tag Harold Landry, that's $18.7 million against the cap. You can't do anything, can't go through any cap uh, salary cap loops to make that cap hit any lower. Yes, of course, the Titans are going to put a tag on Harold Landry uh, with the hopes that they get a long-term deal done by training camp, which is still an opportunity. You put the franchise tag on Harold Landry, and that allows you to continue those negotiations up until training camp, which is exactly what happened with Derrick Henry. The Titans gave Derrick Henry the franchise tag, and then they used that time to get him a long-term deal. But here's the issue. You're going to go through free agency, and you're going to go through the draft, and you're going to go through the summer up until training camp, having $18.7 million in cap hit on your salary cap, which really eliminates a lot of maneuverability. Like I said, a lot of wiggle room for the Titans in terms of their free agent targets. They want to upgrade the offensive weapons. They want to put some additions on the offensive line. It's going to be really hard to do what they want to do on the offensive side of the ball if they have that $18.7 million cap hit from Harold Landry's franchise tag during the main free agency period. So even if they do work out a long-term deal and bring that cap hit down by training camp, it's kind of not a good time for them to even be able to take advantage of that value. At that point, you're probably better off just letting him play on the franchise tag and eating that one-year salary and going forward and trying to figure something out next offseason. So a tough spot for the Titans, but I will say my expectation is that they do franchise tag Harold Landry. That's what I've said all along throughout the offseason. You do not let good players that you drafted, that you developed, that do everything you ask them, them, that are productive, that are durable, that are young, you don't let players like that walk. You just simply don't. That's not a good way or a smart way to build a football team. So Harold Landry will be on the Tennessee Titans in 2022. I've said that all along, and I do believe that. Whether that be the franchise tag by 4 o'clock today, or whether that be getting a long-term deal done before the deadline, or both. Getting the franchise tag placed on Landry before the deadline at 4 p.m., and then getting a long-term deal done, worked out before training camp starts. Either way, I expect Harold Landry back, but I got to tell you guys, if you're a Titans fan, which all of you probably are, and you want this team to be able to make the roster as good as possible, you have to hope that John Robinson and Vin Marino, cap analysis guy, find a way to get a long-term deal done with Harold Landry more than anything to keep that cap hit for 2022 as low as possible possible because it's going to be as high as possible if you keep them on the franchise tag and don't get a long-term deal done soon. So the Titans, even if they franchise tag him, they still have about a week to get their books in order and maybe get a long-term deal done, but it just doesn't give them a lot of time before free agency. So let's hope a long-term deal is announced today. But if not, I expect the franchise tag designation. And of course, we'll follow up and talk more about that on tomorrow's episode as well. But like I said, we're going to use this conversation about Harold Landry as a jumping off point into the next installment of the 2022 Locked On Titans free agency preview. We're going to look at the edge rusher position. What should the Titans do if they do let Harold Landry walk? What should the Titans do if Harold Landry is brought back two completely different paths and two completely different sets of players? So I'll dive into 
to all of that with you guys. Before we do, I do want to tell you a little bit about betonline.net. Football season might be over, but basketball season is full steam ahead in both pro and college hoops. March Madness is right around the corner. It's a perfect time to sign up at betonline.net. You can head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about all the trends and all the action. For all the latest odds, totals, player props, all of that, check out betonline.net. It's the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores and news this season. BetOnline, where the game starts. Titans fans, we're going to continue this Tuesday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We just talked about Harold Landry's franchise tag and the deadline there that the Titans are faced with today. But now I want to talk about the free agent market at the edge rusher position and how the Titans' decision on Harold Landry could lead them down two different paths before we get into that. Do want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Make sure that you're following the Locked On Titans podcast with the Locked On NFL podcast. Locked On experts are covering the biggest stories around the NFL every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. I am actually the host of the Thursday show, so I would appreciate your support there. You could check out the Locked On NFL podcast on whatever platform you do stream on YouTube as well. Would appreciate if you subscribe to the Locked On NFL channel on YouTube. Like I said, always free, always available wherever you listen to your podcast. I appreciate the support for me personally as, like I said, I am the Thursday host for the national show. You get all your local news and your Titans news here with me. Now get your national news with the Locked On NFL podcast. But moving forward, like I said, if for some reason the Titans decide not to franchise tag Harold Landry, and I got to tell you guys, I, I got to be making sure that I'm constantly checking updates here uh, and, ch- and checking on the phone in case we get news that Harold Landry does sign the franchise tag or Harold Landry gets a big-time deal. I want to be able to break that news to you live, so not to be distracted during the show, but get notifications here. I want to make sure that we're not missing any big news on the Tennessee Titans as I'm recording this show, but nothing yet, so continuing to move forward. If the Titans, for some reason, let Harold Landry walk, I think it would be an incredible mistake that they would make, and I believe that John Robinson will not make that mistake, but if that were to happen, then the Titans would have Bud Dupree at edge rusher. They would have Rashad Weaver coming back from a serious injury and a broken leg. They, outside of that, would have nothing but Tazar Skipper and 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 Joe Jones and uh, a bunch of guys who you're not going to count on, basically. So they would have to, at that point, go out in free agency and find somebody who can be a competent starter across from Bud Dupree for less money than Harold Landry if they're not willing to pay that $18.7 million price tag that was just announced. So, who are some options for the Titans on the free agent market who could fill that need and at the right price? Well, number one, a guy who I wanted this guy instead of Bud Dupree, and if I could go back in time and influence decisions, I would have had the Titans uh, go sign this player instead of Bud Dupree on a one-year deal. Hassan Riddick, he played for Arizona two years ago, had a great season as an edge rusher. When he was drafted, he got converted from an edge rusher to an off-ball linebacker, and that didn't work out. Arizona put him to an edge rusher for the last year of his rookie deal, and he exploded with double-digit sacks. 
goes to Carolina last year, has 11 sacks, 33 pressures, a very productive year. He's only 27 years old, very good in run defense, a very aggressive rusher who's good to be used in blitzes and stunts. Now, he's nowhere near the the guy who can drop back into coverage like Harold Landry has shown he can do at times, but good against the run, aggressive, rushing the passer, productive, durable. I mean, he checks a lot of boxes, still young, and his market value would be anywhere from 10 to $12 million. So you'd be saving yourself about, you know, five to $6 million from what you'd be paying Harold Landry. I think that I'd rather have Harold Landry for the money. But again, this scenario is who are guys that make sense? If the Titans let Harold Landry walk and Hassan Reddick would be at the top of my list. There are guys who are going to make more money than him. Vaughn Miller is up there, of course. Chandler Jones is up there, of course. But we got to think, the Titans aren't going to let Harold Landry walk for $18 million and then pay a guy $20 million. That's not what they're going to do. So they'd be looking for a, a better value in their eyes at that point if they let Landry walk. And I think Riddick could really check that box at around 10 to $12 million. Another guy who is in that price range, or at least in that tier, is Derek Barnett. A guy who Titans fans, who may also be UT fans, uh, have a very good idea of. He's only 25 years old. Probably going to be around 9 to $12 million. Not super productive last year. Only two sacks and 20 pressure. So that 10 to $12 million market evaluation that I saw on certain sites, I just don't know that if I that I agree with that. Now, Barnett, although not being productive last year as a pass rusher in the, in the box score, still a productive rusher and very, very solid run defense player. Very strong at the point of attack on the edge. So I think that at a young age of 25 years old, he would make a lot of sense for the Titans to, to go ahead and get in on early. Excuse me. Another guy in that kind of tier is Dante Fowler Jr. Now, Fowler Jr. had some locker room issues in Atlanta. He's had some production issues in certain places. I would not be interested in Dante Fowler. I don't think he's a good fit for the Titans. He's a pure pass rusher. Uh, I just don't think that he fits what the Titans are looking for. Now, this next name, very, very intriguing to me if the Titans let Harold Landry walk. I think he would be my number one option. And it's Uchenna Nuosu, who played for the Los Angeles Chargers last year, 25 years old. He's going to be right around 8 to $9 million. So less than half of what Harold Landry is set to make. He's really good in coverage. That's something he has the ability to do, is drop back off the line of scrimmage and get back in coverage. And whether you like it or not, the Titans like to drop their linebackers into coverage and run those fire blitzes, those zone blitzes, try to confuse offenses. And Nuosu is somebody who has the ability to give you that versatile package that could mimic what a Harold Landry gave you. He can draw back in coverage. He can play against the run. He needs to be a little more productive rushing the passer. Five sacks, 30 pressures last year. But and like I said, an athletic guy, 6'2", 250, checks all the boxes for versatility in a spot that the Titans really need that versatility. Um, I, I think Nuosu would be a great fit for the Titans if they let Landry walk, which again, I don't want or expect them to do. Next, 
Lorenzo Carter, 26 years old, going to be a lot cheaper. The cheapest option that we've talked about so far, probably around 4 to $5 million. Again, another guy who's versatile. He can drop back in coverage. He can rush the passer. He's not quite the prolific pass rusher that you would expect, but along with being able to drop into coverage, give you solid rush, he's a very good run defender as well. He had five sacks, 15 pressures last year. So I think, again, Nuosu and Carter are both guys who give you versatility that mimics what you're going to get from Harold Landry, if not quite at that level of talent. The last name that I wanted to throw in here would be a, a real bargain option for the Titans, but Anthony Barr. Anthony Barr is 30 years old. When he came out of college, he was seen as that incredibly versatile, prototypical linebacker. 6'5", a monster guy, 250 pounds has the ability to play off the ball. Didn't turn into quite the pass rusher that people would hope that he would be, but can still give you some of that as well. Uh, he can play against the run. He can be off ball as well. Drop back into coverage a little bit. He had three interceptions last year, two fumble recoveries, two and a half sacks, 10 pressures. So again, an all-around versatile player, which if you look at Harold Landry on tape and look at what he does for the Titans, he's not just a pure pass rusher nonstop. He's a guy who does drop back into coverage, plays against the run, plays off-ball linebacker when the Titans line up in a 4-3 alignment. So you need somebody who can mimic that versatility because Bud Dupree does not give you that and neither does Rashad Weaver. So you need somebody who can fill that role and Anthony Barr, while being a little long in the tooth for an NFL linebacker at 30 years old, still gives you that versatility and he'd only be around four, five, six million dollars at most. He's had some questions with durability lately. Last four seasons, 13 games, 14 games, two games, 11 games last year. So there's some concern there. But again, if the Titans let Harold Landry walk, they're going to be in a precarious situation with how to fill that role anyway. So uh, that would just be a, a cheap veteran option for the Titans. But I think the more realistic avenue is what should the Titans do at edge rusher if they do keep Harold Landry, which is my expectation. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, before we get into it, though, do want to tell you guys about rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business that's been serving online parts customers for over 20 years. They have everything that you can imagine. They have brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet, and you're going to pay a reasonable price for whatever you buy. One thing I didn't know is if you go to a chain auto parts store, they do price upgrades based on if you're a professional mechanic or just a do-it-yourselfer. So there's the chance that you're paying 30%, 50%, 100% more than the guy next to you because he's a pro mechanic and you're not. Cut out the middleman. Shop online at rockauto.com. Go there right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. And when you place your order, write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All of the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Titans fans, we're going to cap off this Franchise Tag Tuesday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We talked about Harold Landry and the Franchise Tag deadline that is at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time today. We talked about some free agent edge options for the Titans if Harold Landry does walk in free agency. But now I want to get into the more realistic scenario, which I think is bringing Harold Landry back 
What are some options that the Titans would have in free agency, even with Landry back in the fold? And we're going to look at some veteran values here. Now, before we get into it, do want to thank you guys again for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day. Now, for your second listen, check out the Locked on NFL Draft podcast. You got Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker. They bring the NFL Draft to life every day. They're giving you insights on not only college football prospects, but also NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Check out the Locked On NFL Draft podcast. But moving forward here, looking at some veteran options that make sense for the Titans if Harold Landry is retained. So you would have Bud Dupree, Harold Landry, Rashad Weaver, I think bringing back Ola Adaini as a cheap player in free agency for special teams purposes would be smart as well. But to me, Weaver is still going to be in his second year, which is basically his rookie year because of the injury. And then while Ola Adaini is a serviceable guy, I'd rather have Ola as my fourth rotational pass rusher. Even better, my fifth rotational pass rusher with Weaver. I think Weaver could provide some inside-outside rush ability. He could rush from the interior. He could rush from the exterior. I think he's got the ability to replace Danico Autry. So if you think about Danico Autry's role, uh, a year from now, in 2023, we're going to be talking about Rashad Weaver replacing Danico Autry in that role where he can play 4-3 defensive end. He can rush from the edge in a five-man front, but he can also kick down and rush from the interior as well. So if you have a Rashad Weaver in that rotation, you kind of look at the player that I'm looking for in free agency as your third rotational rusher. So who are some guys who can fill that role? Number one, a guy that I was asking for last year, Melvin Ingram. And Ingram went from Pittsburgh to Kansas City, and although the statistics don't show a major impact, Melvin Ingram, if you watch the the final stretch of games for the Chiefs, Melvin Ingram did make a big impact for that team. He had 41 pressures last year, 33 quarterback hits, only had one sack in the box score, but again, the numbers don't tell the whole story. So, especially when you talk about lines, defensive line, offensive line, things like that. Melvin Ingram is 32 years old, and he's going to be looking about anywhere from 4 to $8 million. If the Titans can get him closer to that $4 million number, I think that would make a little bit of sense. Another guy who really makes a lot of sense, in my opinion, is Justin Houston, 33 years old. It's going to be about 2 to $4 million. Get him at about two and a half. I think that'd make a lot of sense. He had 24 pressures last year, four and a half sacks. Even though he's 33, still a very productive rusher. I think having him in the rotation for the Titans could be very, very uh, advantageous to the pass rush. My big thing is we saw what a really, really good pass rush could do for the Titans last year. More. Give me more. Build a strength on top of a strength. That's how I see it. I I don't ever want to look at pass rush and say, oh, they have enough. If you guys know how I view football and how I've been talking about roster building for multiple off-seasons now, outside of quarterback, pass rush is the most important thing on a football team. The only thing that can negate an elite quarterback is pass rush. That's the only chance you have to stop some of these just absolutely stud quarterbacks in the league. Pass rush. More. 
So you never look at your pass rush, even if it's good, and say, oh, we got enough there. No, never. I'll never look at it that way. Give me more. So Justin Houston would be a good fit. Another guy who's kind of in that mold, I don't think fits as well with the Titans, but would be there is Jason Pierre-Paul, 33 years old. He's going to be about 4 to $7 million in that range again. Only played 12 games last year, only had two and a half sacks and 14 pressures, but we know who Jason Pierre-Paul is as a player, and if you take him out of a starting role and put him in a rotation, I think you can get more out of him and more efficiency out of him as well. Another guy like that, Jerry Hughes. 33 years old, going to be a little bit cheaper, 2 to $4 million, had two sacks last year, 26 pressures. Again, we're talking about a rotational pass rusher, and I think one of these veterans can make sense. Jerry Hughes could be one of those guys, although I will say I like Melvin Ingram and Justin Houston better. Another guy, former Buffalo Bill Mario Addison, even a little bit older, 34 years old, 2 to $4 million as well. Very productive last year, though. Had seven sacks, 25 pressures. I think they'll probably stay with Buffalo. But I think that would be an excellent uh, rotational pass rusher for the Titans. And the guy at the end here that I want to mention who I was asking for last year is Ryan Kerrigan. Now, he did not impress with the Philadelphia Eagles last year. He only played 31% of the defensive snaps, had zero sacks, only 10 pressures. But he's probably going to be the cheapest guy out of all the names that we're talking about here. Him and Mario Addison, probably only around $1.75 to $2.5 million dollars. He's only 33 years old, and I think if you put him in a better group, a better defensive line, then he'll have the ability to produce and give you value as that third rotational pass rusher. Plus, he would be cheap enough to where if it didn't work out, it wouldn't be super punitive. So that's kind of the group of guys that I think makes sense if the Titans do bring back Harold Landry because I don't want them to neglect the edge rusher position completely. I would like to have a better third rotational pass rusher in that group. But that's going to do it for me today. That is another installment in the 2022 Locked On Titans free agency preview. We are now into the defensive side of the ball. If you missed any of the previous installments, go back and check those out from last week. We hit the entire offensive side of the ball. Hopefully, next time I talk to you, Harold Landry has a long-term deal done. If not, hopefully, he's at least on the franchise tag, and we'll talk about all of that on tomorrow's show. But that's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.